Hello, and welcome to the Friday Fast 15, the snack size show where we break down big topics in under 15 minutes. Today, we're talking digital transformation acronyms. And I've asked our IT practice director, David Stevenson, back on the show to break them down for us. Welcome back to the show, David. Yeah, hey Kim, thanks for having me again. Now, to IT leaders, acronyms like ITSM, CSM, CMDB have become second language. But once you jump into conversations with business leaders, you've got some translation work to do. That's why you're here, David. What acronyms are essential to the digital transformation conversation? Yeah, it seems like every day a new acronym is is coming up out of the woodwork, right? Whether it's a a new platform, a new technology, um, a new a new word, right? Just in the industry, um, suddenly generates these new acronyms. Uh, but there's a core set, especially nowadays, um, and as we continue to bring digital transformation and organizations into the 21st century and beyond, uh, that are becoming more and more prevalent, and and of course more important. Uh, to that digital transformation strategy. So we have things such as CSDM, RPA, IoT, CIM, ML, NLU. If you understood about half of those, you're probably well on your way um, to that digital transformation journey and have a good handle on what those might be today. Okay, so David, I think I understood one of those. Can you define some of these new acronyms for us? Yeah, so let me cherry pick a few of them um, that are becoming really important topics of conversation, um, especially as we work through not only ourselves, but with our customers in these digital transformation strategies today. Uh, So the first one I'm gonna pick actually is RPA, uh, which stands for Robotic Process Automation. Um, This is almost a subset of artificial intelligence to where we're able to do automation of business processes uh, within an organization. And this also runs parallel with AI itself, where it's looking at things such as chatbots, doing different kinds of machine learning, such as you're crunching a bunch of data and formulating outputs or different strategies and things like that. But in the past, we never really had a good way of actually automating and providing kind of this artificial intelligence back in towards business processes, where we continue to look for opportunities and pitfalls in those processes that we have today. Another really important one is NLU. So NLU stands for Natural Language Understanding. Um, And as we start to move into this age of of Internet of Things, right, that IoT, and we start to move in towards this artificial intelligence driven and machine learning driven type of environment um, to provide these great experiences for our customers within these digital transformation type of strategies, NLU starts to become really important in that Customers and especially employees don't want to have conversations with robots. It sounded really interesting. It sounded really fun, right? When we go back and we watch the old kind of science fiction movies back in the 50s and 60s. Um, But nowadays, people understand when they want to have an experience um, with you as an organization, they want to have a human-driven experience. But that human-driven experience is oftentimes costly, has a lot of manual effort in behind it, and is also prone to error, right? So with natural language understanding, we actually are able to take artificial intelligence and have it smart enough or intelligent enough within the name here to actually understand sentences and long words of information to actually have the ability to carry on human-like conversations um, with employees and with customers. So you see this often with, right, you have chat bots, right? You go on and you need to have help support. You no longer have to staff 
a room of say 300 people supporting an organization, you may have you know, one or two servers sitting in a basement in a data center somewhere that's able to service thousands of customers to have these human-like transactions and experiences with customers to provide this good experience, but have the automation, the lack of error-prone structure behind it. So David, can you recommend some good resources where our business leaders can learn more about these new acronyms? Yeah, acronyms, because they're so prevalent and they keep popping up in the industry um, or vertical that we work in today, uh, I have a couple of recommendations on, on different target areas. The first one would be, look at the framework um, that you might be engaging with, right? So we take ITIL, for example, right? It's a very common framework that almost, you know, a large percentage of, large majority of IT organizations use today um, and how they define and, and manage, right? Their operational strategies and structure within an IT organization. Um, that's handled by the Axelos organization. Right, so or browsing to the organization and getting information from them is also getting that information kind of straight from the source. Typically, right, as you start to look at tooling um, or the processes, you might have some augmented version of that definition that may or may not fit right within your business strategy today. Which leads to the second point, right? If you're implementing, say, a specific tool or a specific process within the organization, don't necessarily automatically run for the most generic thing. Right? Start to look at that tool, start to look at that process, see what their definition is, see what their augmentation of that definition is, because it more than likely aligns better to your industry vertical or the process and goals that you're trying to achieve. And then lastly, look at um, the, the organizations that are measuring right, benchmarks or key performance indicators for other organizations like yours. Right? Gartner is a really good example. Um, they actually have an IT glossary of all different terms, right? So a lot of these terms that I went over, such as, right, the RPA, the IoT, the ML for machine learning, um, or NLU, as we talked about with natural language understanding, all those definitions are there because they're common industry definitions um, that more and more organizations, again, as they go into these digital transformation strategies are using today. So we shouldn't be afraid of all these jumbled letters thrown at us then. So what, if, what are your final thoughts for us on this? Yeah, you make a really good point, right? So, so the important thing is to don't be intimidated uh, by all of these acronyms, right? There's new acronyms coming out every day, whether it's a new technology, again, new process, new industry, something, right? A random collection of letters and numbers and other information just thrown at us constantly. Um, don't be afraid, though, to ask questions, right? With your conversations that you have today and for the rest of the week and forever, right, as long as we're in these different industries, we're going to be inundated with some acronym that we have no idea what it is. Ask those questions, right, to who you think are the subject matter experts or the people that can connect you to those subject matter experts. Thank you, David. You've broken down these acronyms very well. Even I can understand them. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. This has been What's With All the Acronyms with David Stevenson on the Friday Fast 15. If you'd like to learn more, visit us at crossfuse.com or reach out at letstalkatcrossfuse.com. And for more snack-sized conversations, subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. See you next week.